Welcome to Dragon's Cast Postgame Edition. Uh, we're here recording after uh, the last game of the homestand. Close to winning it, but we couldn't. We couldn't beat UMBC. Tough loss, 76-91. to uh, I think there was a lot of positives in the first half and a lot of negatives in the second half. Marshall, why don't you start us off over here? What did you think we did differently in the second half? That ended up uh, letting their player, what is it, Jackson, score 27 points on us in just one half? We let him get by us. We literally had no one who could defend him in that second half. Uh, I think Cam was trying to for too long. I would have switched it up and tried someone else beforehand, and that's not a knock on Cam. He's a true freshman, and you don't expect someone who is a true freshman to be able to take on a guy who just gets that in his mind to get to the rim at will. Uh, I do think if we had someone like Stretch from last year still there, he might have been able to provide some difference at the rim. We don't have that yet. Tim Perry's getting there. But, yeah, I think it was the on-ball defense, and Spiker kind of alluded to it in the postgame we just watched, that we couldn't pressure the ball and also keep the guys in front of us. I don't, I don't know enough about the X's and O's to know if we we're really trying to pressure the ball and do the do that but at least when it comes to man-to-man defense he was just getting blown by yeah i don't think we had a single player on the team it didn't look it looked like at least in the second half that could cover jackson in the first half he had four points second half 27 points so um like i guess to a certain extent we still haven't found that shutdown defensive player I, i don't know if we have one from a guard standpoint on the team this year we had harper on him too harper wasn't able to stop him either. He hit a couple lucky threes. He did. Like he hit that one that hit the rim and rolled in. Uh, not to say that he wasn't torching us because he certainly was. It was too. It seemed a little too easy to me. I, you know, I, I think when he, I heard Spiker talk about the ball pressure. I think maybe we were overplaying him a little bit, and he was just. Getting right, and he, like some of the layups weren't even that difficult. They were just it was like layup line layups. Yeah, someone's getting beat that badly though. The help defense should have been better. Like someone else could have came over, get the ball out of that guy's hands. He's killing us all game. Yeah, force the ball out of his hands. Double team. Going to something else, but I don't know. It seemed to work that one time, and I think Matei tried to get the ball out of his hands or something. But for the most most of the time, again, I don't want to talk too much about the guy, but he did burn us the second half. Yeah, everybody else. You know, barely had 10 points on the team. He was the reason we lost the game. I yeah. mean, at the halftime we were up, uh, Troy Harper was playing very well the first half. Um, Trevor John was playing pretty well. He even played well in the second half. And, you know, I think we were kind of pumped at halftime, so I think we um, thought we were on our way to win. Although I think this team was the best out of the four teams that we played in the homestand, even better than NGIT. I think they were probably the, the best team. Um, and they've got the experience. I mean, not that they're the same team that beat Virginia, but they have guys who are still from that team, and they definitely know how to win in big situations. And let's be honest, playing a one seed in the NCAA tournament is a little bit more daunting than coming into the DAC and playing. <laughs> I think it's about the same. Coming. Yeah, the DAC. <laughs> <laughs> but the, I think their best player didn't do as much. The Sherburn guy, the cat allergy kid, as they call him. Um, he didn't do much, but... Again, like you guys said, the first half, it looked like we, we were putting things together. The second half, we couldn't. So, from what did you guys think was, uh, what do you think was happening with Alejandro? What do you think he couldn't get anything going? Because I think he's a big part of the puzzle 
and he could usually rely on the big man inside. He couldn't get any baskets inside. We were forced to take outside shots. Uh, we couldn't drive in because they were doing a pretty good job on that. But it's a player like Alhan, when you don't have you have Butler, who's the cleanup guy who can't really doesn't have too many post moves, and Tim Perry is a freshman, uh, redshirt freshman. You need somebody like Alhan to step up. But he had he had a pretty bad game: three rebounds, five points. Uh, what do you think's going on there? Well, they were specifically trying to get the ball out of his hands, not letting him do anything inside. So they were double teaming him a little bit anytime he touched the ball. Um, I think we should have countered a little bit more with keeping Trevor John on the same side as him the entire time. So when they do actually bring that, uh, he can get a little, a couple open threes out of it. But, um, but yeah, they were just trying to keep the ball out of his hands. I mean, he had 24 in like eight last game. So I think they came in with the focus of stopping him. And without him, we couldn't get any easy buckets. Cam wasn't hitting his usual mid-range stuff that he normally hits. Missed some easy ones around the basket. We went on like 10 minutes with a pretty big scoring drought. I don't know. If we scored any points, it was like two or something, but it wasn't many. That was probably the main reason why we lost paired with just letting K.J. Jackson run amok. We seem to have a hard time getting Alahan the ball in a post position already. He gets the ball normally at the top of the key or beyond the three-point line, and it's kind of hard to establish a post position. Sometimes he does do it, but I, I don't, you know, I think he likes to play an inside-out game. Uh, and so that's the kind of player he is. I, I, th- I think we should try and make a more concerted effort to get him the ball in the post position. I remember one time we got him the ball in the post position. He scored an easy layup. That might have been that was two of his five points that he had. But it was very, very rare that he got the ball in a post up position. Yeah, it was that, and then he had a three point shot. I think early on in the second half. Where he but up. I don't think he got the ball in a post up position. Maybe one other time. Yeah. But it's not like it's happening a lot. Uh, and he seems to do pretty well when he gets the ball. So I don't know why we can't do that more, um, at least as a crutch. If our offense is struggling, it would be good to go to him, get a couple buckets, and it, maybe he can open up other people. And I think Justin actually made this observation in the game that uh, he didn't look very confident at one point. I don't know if it was because they were pressuring him too much or uh – but he did seem to lose a little confidence there, and he wasn't really looking for his, his shot. And he, then he made some very, like, questionable passes. Like that one to Tim Perry just yeah. sailed out of bounds, nowhere near him. And I don't know. I think if you get him a couple easy buckets early on, he has more confidence to just keep going to work in there. So, Do we know when Kirk is coming back? Have you heard anything on that end? Because like, I think today's, it's, it's a game like today where you, know, you, can't, you need a player to take over sometimes in the second half. And Kirk has done, did that a few times last year. And Troy, you know, first half, Troy did a great job of taking the game over and had 17 points, I think, just in the first half. So the second half, he could have used that other player that could do something. And I think we definitely, again, miss Kirk probably. So is there any news on what's the latest on Kirk? Is it turn or anything? It's yes. the same thing. He's got a shoulder yeah. injury. I think I, it's game to game. Yeah. My, guess is he's, my guess is he's probably going to come back for the conference play if I had to take a oh, guess. Okay. Just because. So I mean, play. we're not going to get that large. Yep. These games are, I mean, they're not meaningless, but it's not going to get us anywhere anyway, so might as well save them. And are you saying our at-large shot is dead? <laughs> <laughs> Especially after today's loss. I'd say the chances are, are low. Uh, yeah, so. What if we win 19 in a row? <laughs> well, we'll have that discussion at that point, Marshall. <laughs> Even John Gruden doesn't think that's possible, yeah. Marshall. I think it's time to yeah, give it up. It's not going to ahead of ourselves here. Wow. Yeah. 
shots. But we didn't have as good an out uh, shooting from three-point line either. You know, Trevor John, I think we were forcing a lot towards the end, so that always impacts your percentage yeah. there. But still, uh, it's, we were forced to take outside shots because we couldn't get the inside game going. But I was... Uh, I think they turned their defense up in the second half. I, we had yeah. The only one that could really penetrate was Troy Harper, and he wasn't penetrating well in the second half. Uh, we, we had... Um, that's when, again... If you have a guy like Alahan that can work on the block, that's when you go to him. When you're having trouble with other people, and um, you know, I, yeah, Cam didn't didn't have a great game. He didn't hit one three. Trevor John hit some tough threes. He did. He did. Now, the, if I had to capture, like I guess the, the last loss we had before was the NGIT loss, which we didn't record after, but. That one was a filled with missed opportunities, I felt like. There was plenty of opportunities where we could have put the game away. We had a great run towards the end of the game, but we couldn't just put them away. Well, our defense was there at the end of the NJIT game. Yes, there was. And in this game, it didn't seem like it was necessarily missed opportunities as much as us not being able to completely climb up on their team. So, like, is there is there anything else that you guys noticed this game specifically? Like, from the two losses in this four-game homestand, the two wins, what's the biggest discrepancy you guys have noticed? For me, it's we don't have a go-to player in the clutch, and maybe we're waiting for Kirkley, and I'm, I'm hope, I think that's the case. I think we were hoping. I don't know if Alahan wants to be the go-to player, or he's not ready to be. And we needed him to be today, and we, we needed him to be against NJIT when the game was tied, and we didn't know it was getting crunch time, and we didn't have. Uh, we weren't penetrating easily, and, and nobody wanted to take the shot in that game. Um, and you know, I, I mean, that's an, it's no kick. If that is my criticism of this team so far, I mean, we're we're really young. I want to stay positive here um, because I think we had brought a lot of positivity into this game. We had a lot of positivity to have, and this was we had a bad half. But I mean, everybody on the roster that got significant minutes, other than Trevor John, I guess, and Trey Harper, are. We have a lot of young players, so that's probably an understandable criticism, but we don't have that go-to player yet. Well, our best returning players on the bench, so, I mean. That would be our go-to player yes, in most situations, to your point. Hopefully we get Kirk back and we have yeah. a guy who can get his own shot. I thought Tim Perry played well today. Uh, four or five from the field, yeah, seven rebounds. Points. Is that his highest scoring game so far? I don't know. If it's not his highest, it's got to be, like, second. Yeah, it's up there. I think we're seeing him kind of become the player that Definitely. is approaching. I'm, I'm not saying that he's approaching his his ceiling in the immediate, but he's figuring out the type of player that he can be, mm-hmm. and we're seeing it happen almost game to game. If you remember the first game that we saw, I forget if it was EMU or maybe it was the first D1 team we played, but he wasn't a huge factor in those no, games. No, he, he seems more clued in when he's out there. He seems to know what the plays are. He seems to know in defense like to help out. He tried to come out and help a couple of times with Jackson, but he just got there too late. And he right. just, just doesn't have that court awareness yet as a freshman and when to start, like I guess, coming towards the basket. So, yeah. uh, But what I see so far of him, I like. And the other big positive, I think, in the last couple of home games, or this four home, four home game stand that we had, is the Dak Pack's back. Right, it's looking pretty good. It's yeah. getting there. I wouldn't yeah. say it's back. It's they getting were, there. They were loud today. Yeah, and think um, there's they've become a factor again. They're they're, they're still talk, they're agonizing or talking to the antagonizing the players. Yep. You know, they're back at least doing that. Doing research before the game, exactly. finding yeah. Facebook posts. Yeah, I think uh, 
definitely some momentum there, and that's hopefully we can keep that going uh, in conference play. You know, it was hard this game because they were shooting so quickly to get get loud on on the, in the second half, uh, and they were hitting everything. So it kind of quelled a lot of momentum. But um, the backpack was the game before. What was the game? What was the last game? Uh, Loyola. Loyola. Very loud, in your face. Yeah. In the Second half. Um, we didn't record after that one, unfortunately, but that was a great Dak Pack game. Speaking of Loyola, really quickly, one thing that I noticed in that game, and we kind of eked that one out. It wasn't as comfortable a win as I think we expected going into it. I think it wasn't as close as it. I mean, it ended, ended up being, being probably because of the free throw shooting at the end, right? I think we just got fouled, and we weren't doing too great on the free throw line at the end over there. But one thing I noticed that Loyola did was they were really pressuring us back away from the three-point line. Like, we, mm-hmm. were, we weren't able to start our offense right at the top of the three-point line. We were starting it 10 feet back. And we didn't really seem to have an answer for – like, we obviously won that game. But we didn't really have an answer for getting our offense really comfortable that game. And I think we're just a better team than Loyola, so that's why we were able to win. Um, but I do think... Well, you got to back cut them when they do that. Oh, absolutely. That's but a we back cut we, uh, I think we did it a couple possessions, but we didn't do it as much as we could have. Yeah. I mean, I, the thing that, you know, thinking about Loyola, our defense was good. It wasn't great. I don't think we've had a great defensive performance yet. We've had some good ones. I mean, that Kostelek guy was penetrating a lot. Um, and then we saw it again today. Um, so, I mean, that's going to be the difference. To me, this team can score. The difference to me will be can we rebound and can we defend. We've been rebounding pretty well. I mean, Butler and Perry are. But, Butler had eight rebounds at the half. And he didn't he, get another rebound. Yeah, he didn't get he didn't have another one. No, no, he didn't. I thought he'd have ended up with a double-double. But we thought uh, it was going to be a mail yeah. double-double, and he didn't get another rebound the rest yeah, of the game. Yeah, no. It's, I think defensively, I think we have a little bit of growth definitely left to do. And we need to score. If we're going to be a team that lets up this many points, we need to score. Can't go on a ten minutes. Yeah, we can't go on droughts like we did. Was it a full ten minutes? It's for your fellow. Close enough. Next game, Quinnipiac, and then we have uh, UConn. And before we come take, come back to Philly and play a home game at the Palestra, so yeah, I think that's an opportunity for growth in the next couple of games. But looking forward to it. Uh, anything else, guys? Nope. Giggity, giggity. <laughs>